the Twin Cities' biggest influencer. At least he thinks he is. Dave Ryan on 101.3 KDWB. <laughs> yeah. All right. It's KDWB. Uh, how are you? Hope you had a good Halloween last night. Shout out to uh, all the kids that came to my house. So I had the fog machine. So the little kids. Oh, yeah. I have a fog machine on the front porch. I love Halloween. Susan, I'm like, you go watch TV. You go have a snack. Play on your phone. I got the door. So whenever the doorbell would ring, I would jump up. I would look out the door to see if it was a little kid. A yeah. little kid, I would not turn the fog machine on. Big kids, I'd Good be call. like, turn the fog machine on, and it would startle them at first. <laughs> but then they'd be like, whoa, cool. Yeah. So I'd leave it on for a couple of minutes. Not not a couple of minutes, a couple of seconds. Yeah. And then I'd open the door, and then I would do the whole candy delivery thing. And then if they were talkative and chatty, I'd be like, what's the best candy to get? Yeah. Twix was the overwhelming response of the best candy oh, to get. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, and then and Paul, no Reese's? No, not Reese's. No, uh-uh. uh-huh. uh, the parents that would stand in the back. Yeah, the parents would be like, I said, I like Reese's, and the parents would be like, Yeah, Reese's is better than Twix. So kids love Twix, parents love Reese's. Olive is a very um, outgoing, independent child, and she would go up to people and say trick or treat. And when they went to hand her a piece of candy, she could see the bowl, and she'd be like. No, I want the pink one. Ah. And she would point out what she wants. And they were all like, you know what? We like a girl who knows what she wants. But I was like, moderately embarrassed. Just take what they give you. But she got a bowl of what she wants. So she's a go-getter, I guess. Uh, Ava was a little, Allison's daughter was a little B. Cute. And they went out for a little bit. But she had way more fun waiting at the front door Uh to hand out candy to kids that were coming to the front door. That's mostly just fun for people who don't have annoying dogs like me. Because Dolly is so Mm. loud and annoying. And you have to, like, hold her back because she's, like, a guard dog. She like Put her in the bathroom. That's what people do with a dog. You put her in the bathroom. Put her out in the garage. Let her spend the we night out there. We had two, like, trick-or-treaters. It wasn't consistent, okay. or I probably would have put her up because okay. that would be really annoying. Gotcha. Hope you had a good Halloween. It's KDWB um, uh, the, on the Dave Ryan in the morning show. This is, uh, just, just so you know, I, this is, like, really surprising news that I saw on TMZ. What's that? Um this of Migos, the group with like Offset and everything, uh, take off take from off. Migos. Twenty eight years old, shot in Houston, and <gasps> he was killed. At like a Wait, are you serious? Yeah, yeah that's yeah, terrible. Yeah. yeah, what? That's yeah. one of Carson's favorite artists. Yeah, yeah. Wow, so, that's kind of a shock. I know. I just just someone texted it, so I clicked on TMZ, and yeah, it's confirmed. Uh, wow. Oh my God. Yeah, it was at a bowling alley. Just awful. Wow. Got to get yeah. no get left kind of reeling. Seriously, yeah. I don't know a lot about their music, but everybody's heard about that. Everybody's heard of Migos. Yeah, and uh, wow, I got I got full body chills actually just when you said that. That was actually crazy. Yeah. Well, how are you? It is the Dave Ryan in the morning show. Today is Tuesday. We are now. Do you know there are Thanksgiving trees? This is a thing. Now you're taking your pumpkins down. You're taking all your Halloween decorations down. People are now putting up Thanksgiving trees. What are you talking about? I don't really know much about it. I was reading the article a little while ago that people are now before, because, you know, you want to have festivities. Now that you got a little gap between now and Christmas, you want to do something. Your pumpkins are coming down. Your Halloween stuff's coming down. So now you're going to put up a Thanksgiving tree. I look it up. I don't know. Just make a hand turkey like everyone else. (laughs) Make a (laughs) hand turkey. That's a good idea. All right. We're going to play. Uh, lyric shuffle on KDWB. Basically, Jenny gives us a word, and then Fallon and I race to come up with a song that has that lyric in the song. You get to play along, too. Heck, you'll probably do better than we do. I finally won a round last week, by the way. Did you I win last week? I actually beat Drake, but it was very close, and a lot of people did think that Jenny cheated for him. It or for definitely him. was yeah. very one-sided. It was a little flat that. on one of his songs, Dave. <laughs> okay, right. so stricter on the, uh, just so you know, you, the tune, so get ready. Yeah, she is strict. <laughs> Let's okay. see how it goes. Good luck. Here we go. All right, Dave, you're going first today. Ready. Shape. The shape of my heart. There's, I don't. I, there's a song called "Shape of My Heart," but I don't know it well enough. Yeah, I can't give you that. I, get, I don't deserve Fallon? it. I, I only know "Shape of You" by Ed Sheeran, but I, I am not singing it well. So you don't got anything? Nothing? Mm-hmm. No. Every day Oh, but isn't that Backstreet Boys' Shape of My Heart? Show me the shape of my heart. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it was not one of their big hits. Yeah. Well, I still liked it. Okay. Uh, No (laughs) points for anyone on that one. Fallon, your turn. Okay. Not. Um, Not. Not. I'm not. 
I'm, I don't know. We're not gonna yeah. take oh, it. No, we ain't gonna take it. We're not gonna take it. That's a song for Boss Jack. That's a great. <laughs> right. Rich would come should. to the radio station and wring my neck in person <laughs> if I played that song. Ooh, that'd be great for social media. <laughs> <laughs> Did, by the way, stop and interrupt. Did you post the video that you made this morning, Drake? I'm literally about to post it. Like, I'll, right I'll keep now. you in suspense. Keep going. All right, yeah. never mind. All right. We're back to Dave again. Dave is on the board with one point. Look. She's got the look. She's got the look. She's got the Damn look. It, she's got so the look. And a word could make a brown-eyed girl turn blue. That's a really good when song, everything too. I, never... I was. Did you I know that KWB that... was the first station to play that in the United States? True really? story. I do know that. A listener went to Switzerland or Sweden or one of those countries, whatever, and he brought it back on a cassette, mailed it to the radio station. We played it because we said that song is a smash it blew up. It became a worldwide hit. Starting here, a little old KDWB. Look it up on Wikipedia. That's that's that is cool. What were you going to say, Fallon? I was going to say, when saying. it is not my turn, the the clock goes so slow. <laughs> and I'm like, come on, baby. Because I had, ah, uh, look what you made yeah. me do. Look what you I didn't and I was think like, Dave one, was yeah. going to get it. I honestly. didn't either. I didn't either. <laughs> you <laughs> came in last. Uh, okay, Dave has to, Fallon, it's your turn. Find, find, um, no, anything, Dave? Nothing, no, I at got least nothing. you don't have anything. That makes me better. It makes me feel a little bit better when you at least don't have anything either. But the funny thing is, Jenny always pulls out a song. It's like, oh, of course. Yeah, her worst song ever recorded. Oh, no, don't you say think that? so? Every single one of her fans, every single one of her fans hates me so much they are embarrassed that she ever wow, released it. Oh, yeah. I'm surprised. Okay, yeah, interesting. I'm okay. not a true Swifty then because I like that song. I do too, yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, Dave's turn. It's two to zero, Dave, and then the lead. Lucky. You got lucky, babe. When I found you, dent, 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 dent. Dan, dan, dan. Tom Petty. Okay, I'll give it to you. I'd like to hear the song to see if it sounds like it because I have dan, one. If not, dan, dan, she's dan. so lucky. She's a star, but she cry, cry, cries. So I would like to hear. It. She's a lucky. I'm I love challenging. that song. <laughs> okay, I'm challenging. Okay, I don't blame you. We brought this song up last week, I think, when yeah. you were out, Dave. Oh. Yes, because I said how I used to just sit in my chair and think about how like I would cry to the song and think I could relate to it. You know the song? I thought like it sounds yes, familiar. I do. Oh, Absolutely. It, it, okay, it's over already. Jesus. <laughs> okay. That's a quick one. Yeah, it's the fade out fast version. So of anyway, course. trust me All on right, it. It's fine. a it's a legit song. Okay. Okay. So three to zero right now with Dave. Dave <laughs> I had songs for both of yours. I just have none for find. <coughs> Jenny's on my That's list. A hard one. Oh, get over it. It's I your turn. You know I hate losing. Drag. Knock down, drag out. I don't know. I got nothing. Stop dragging my heart around. No, I won't accept that. Okay, it's dragging. Okay. This is the one I had. Nobody can drag me down. Oh, That's impossible. Wow. Good job. Though, I'm not Jenny. even commenting. I'm not even commenting. She's running out of words. <laughs> I do get that. <laughs> I do get that. That <laughs> one. She's going to have one that's like, er, and I'm like, what? <laughs> Wait, ERT? Yeah. Yes, ERT. I can't believe you didn't remember this song that Miley Cyrus had on her first LP. Ert. <laughs> It'd be the box, right? I'll make Rich. a note for that one next time. Shut Ert. it. Okay. Ert. Dave's still in the lead, three to zero. Why it's even keep playing? Dave's keep turn. Going. Just this last one. Okay. We're just playing for fun at this point. Here you go, Dave. Ert. Eyes. I only have eyes for you, dear. All right. <laughs> I was looking for a little more upbeat one, but we'll take it. How 
do you know that song? That song is not a common song. I think it song. was a TV commercial for like a perfume ad. It probably was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm it not kidding. Was. Okay. Nice. Is it four to nothing now? It is. For it nothing. is then four this to is nothing. Fallon's only opportunity to not shame her family by getting one point right now. No. One point. It's your only opportunity. I'm fine with. But Dave has officially absolutely won right now. Here you go, Fallon. No kidding. Straight. Um. Straight up now, tell Damn, me you, you really, really gonna, gonna love me forever. forever. Oh, oh, oh. People, Good one. People want to hear the Taylor Swift Me parody song, the P song. Oh, yeah. We, should we got play time. That one. Pull it right. Yeah. Play it right now. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. And by people, I mean one person texted that in. That's good enough. This is when Fallon was pregnant. And, um, uh, and I guess when you're pregnant, when you cough or sneeze or you pee no, or you, you have, have to pee, pee all the you time. have to pee all the time. Yeah. Okay. So this is a little ditty from back, what, three plus years ago? Yep. When Fallon was pregnant with Olive, look at Jenny scrambling through the computer. <laughs> now, this is a good computer. We got it at Radio Shack. It's what a, year? Well, 2003. It's a Mac. Oh. It's a good one. So 2003 is, Mac? Yeah. Jenny is scrambling through. I heart radio. Bum, 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 Sorry, bum, guys, bum. Have you found it yet? I saw. I found a P stream sound effect. No. That is not what we're looking <laughs> for. No. Um, it shouldn't be that hard. Oh, 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 oh. Did there, you it find is, it? there it is. There it is. Okay. 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 All right, Let me drop it in the computer, in. drop it in the computer, in. and there it is. You probably heard me say that I'm knocked up, and now that you can see my baby bump, and yeah, you know my boobs are getting plump. I hope that there's a bathroom somewhere. I knew I'd have to wear some stretchy pants. I knew I might go on hormonal rants. I knew I'd want to eat stuff that I can't. I hope that there's a bathroom somewhere. Gotta give props to all of the mothers. Whether it's your first time or this is another. There's a little thing that I have discovered. Just get out of my way when I gotta go pee. Ooh, 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 ooh. is in my car when I gotta go P-E-E. Every morning when we're on the radio, we'll be in the middle of our show. You'll jump up and say you gotta go. I ain't gonna stand in your way. I really don't think that it's a joke. We don't want the carpet to get soaked. I block the door, I know I'll get choked. I ain't gonna stand in your way. I know one thing is gonna be a bummer. When it's 85 and humid this summer, I think this baby's making me dumber. But I know you can't spell pregnant without P. Ooh, 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 ooh. When is it gonna end? The doctor smiles and says, depends. P E E. And I gotta go P-E-E. There it is. Wow. It's uh, 101.3 KDWB. Uh, we'll be back in a second. We're going to talk about uh, where did you lose your kid? Because if you're a parent, we've talked about this a couple of times on the show, many times. If you're a parent, you are going to lose your child at one point or another. <laughs> I haven't yet. We, it, it will happen. Yeah. We lost Carson at everywhere from the State Fair to a Walmart. We lost Allison at a pumpkin patch and a food drive. Um, you will lose your kid at one point. And when I say lose your kid, you'll lose track of your yes. kid, lose sight of your kid for a few minutes, whether it's at the state fair. We lost cars at the state fair. You're oh. thinking, oh, my God, they need to close every gate, and they need to search every booth. Yep. And there he is on the other side of the Ferris wheel. He's, he's like right there. Yeah. So uh, tell us on the talk back feature on iHeartRadio, where did you lose your kid? And you got 30 seconds to tell us the story and how you panicked. And it's like, oh, my God, I lost them at the mall. And I thought they were with my partner. And I saw my partner. And the kid had been missing. She's four years old. She'd been missing for a half an hour. Mm -hmm. And we found her in Build-A-Bear Workshop. It's <laughs> a great spot to be. So uh, tell us your story on the TalkPack feature on iHeartRadio. Open up the iHeartRadio app and then tap that microphone. And then you got 30 seconds and that delivers your message right to the Space Needle Studio. We'll do it next. Brian Show on KDWB. And if you're listening in Wisconsin, the Dave Ryan Show right. on KDWB. Good 
morning. All right. All right. It is uh, the day after Halloween. Hope you had a great Halloween last night. Nobody won the Powerball last night, so that goes up to, like, what, $1.5 billion? That's crazy. We definitely got to figure out something to do with that tomorrow. I mean, Mm -hmm. I think the next drawing is on the Wednesday. Okay. I'm going to write down Powerball. Jenny's not here to write it down. Write it down, Dave. I'm envisioning balls in uh, Drake's mouth that he has to spit out numbers. Okay, I'm down. But well, the problem know. is, you know that he'd swallow six of them. You're like, guys, oh, I swallowed one through nine. Uh, so uh, tomorrow on the show, we'll give away Powerball tickets. And you know what? If you if you if this is a, if you play, this is the time to play because uh-huh. it's one point five billion cash payout, six million dollars. We're doing. Where did you lose your kid? Because if you're a parent, I don't want to alarm you. I'm going to give you some reassurance. You will lose track of your child somewhere at a county fair or trick-or-treating, or at a circus, or whatever, you will lose track of your kid. I promise you, I've been down that road with all of my kids a couple of times. You always find them, so don't panic too hard. Okay. You will panic, but rest assured, keep my voice in the back of your head, you will find your kid. Somebody said a couple of weeks ago that the same thing happened to them. They heard me tell the story, and they remembered that Dave Ryan said, I will find my kid, and I did, and that calmed them down a little bit. But in those five minutes or ten minutes, you will wet your pants with fear. I would freak out. This this past weekend, it happened to my friends. We were doing the trick-or-treating in Excelsior, like on Lake Street, and it's like tons of kids. The streets closed off. You don't really have cars going up and down. So you feel very safe and comfortable, but at one point, one of the little kids dressed as Sven, he's just gone, and we're like, where'd Sven go? And everyone's looking around, and then... How old is the kid again? Maybe four. Oh, little kid. Very young, yeah. Little kid, yeah. And so the panic starts kind of creeping him. It's like, you know what? Maybe he's a couple stores back or ahead. Let's... A couple people stay here. A couple people go back. A couple people go up. Yeah. And then... You start the search. You just don't go, he'll catch up. Exactly. You start the search. So then after like five or ten minutes, I'm like, oh, he's still not here. I'm going to go look, too. My stepson, Dylan, we went and started looking. Then more time goes by because we went mm-hmm. all the way down the street and came back, still hadn't found him. Yep. And we're like, what's going on? And then by the time we did get back, though, they were like, he found, he was found. He was in the toy store in the back playing with like animals. And everyone was like relieved. I know the exact toy store you're yep. talking about. It's a kick ass toy store. Mm-hmm. And I don't blame him. Yeah, but still panic. Panic. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. We lost Allison at um, uh, an apple farm when she was around the same age. I thought she was with Susan. Mm-hmm. I found Susan. I'm like, where's Allison? I thought she was with you. <gasps> yeah, panic. And there she was panic. on the floor playing with toys <laughs> yeah. at the uh-huh. Apple Farm. So where did you lose your kid? Or if you were a kid, maybe mom and dad left you at like a state park and left you there or lost you. Let's do this on the TalkBack feature on the iHeartRadio app. It's a really cool feature. If you've never used it, you open up the iHeartRadio app, which is, of course, always free. You go to KWB. And then you tap the red microphone, you got 30 seconds, and you can preview it and do it over again if you don't like it. Hi, my name is Sherry. I had my three-year-old son with me at TJ Maxx yes. uh, shopping and lost him. Turns out he was playing a game of hide-and-seek in the middle of the clothes rack, mm. so no one could find him. I was frantic. He thought it was hilarious. He, of course, thought it was hilarious. I By used the way, to do that to my mother. The middle, hide the middle of the, clothes of the, clothes rack. the round oh, clothes rack? Yeah. yeah. Uh, we are commercial-free, by the way, for one hour. So up until about 8.15, we are commercial-free. No commercials, just stuff. Let's do another one. I was at a basketball tournament for my sister-in-law, and we were sitting on a bench that, like, the back looped all the way around. And all of a sudden, I couldn't find my son, and he was 18 months old, and I was freaking out, running around the hallways, and he was under the back of the bench where we couldn't see him, but my heart stopped. Oh, of course, absolutely. Another talk back. We lost our niece at the state fair. We had all just come down the big slide and we look around and she's gone. It was one of those days where it was shoulder to shoulder, people everywhere. We couldn't find her for about 10 minutes and then we finally found her. I just remember walking around screaming with her parents, with my wife, with my parents, just yelling her name and then finally we found her and she was just like, hey, of course, they're they're always because they're not worried. They're just chill. They're like, "Hey, what's going on?" Yeah, yeah they don't care. Deal. They're they're okay. We got these texts too. I don't have children, but my dad lost me at the winter carnival when I was four. Two nice teenage girls saw me crying and stayed with me until my oh. dad found me. This one says I was with my aunt uh, at Disney World, and she lost my brother. 
two of my cousins and myself because we got off of a ride. Whoops. There's a, there, I want to get okay, to the talkbacks because yeah. yeah. we have so many talkbacks. We lost our son at the state fair over by the walleye lodge and the giant Ferris wheel. <laughs> he was going with my husband to get a couple drinks and my husband came back, but my son did not. The five of us adults dispersed, went to the dog area, went to the trucks. Nobody could find him. Uh. Finally, a girlfriend who stayed by the stroller spotted me and pointed to him. I ran over to him and he ran to me all happy while I sat and cried my eyes out. Lady said he was just chatting her up. Just chatting her up. Yeah. Okay, another one. I lost my two-and-a-half-year-old at the 4th of July fireworks at the Richfield Park. Thousands of people there near a swamp. Yep. Somehow he managed to find his way back to where we were all sitting. Two-and-a-half years old. Uh, yeah. Here's one lost at a campground. We lost my three-year-old daughter at the campground pool in Zambrota with the blow-up floaties in the man-made pool that they have. Oh boy. They had to call the emergency service for everybody to evacuate. Mind you, she followed me to the porta-potties outside of the campground gate and went behind a vehicle, and I didn't see her. When everybody started looking for her at the bottom of the pool, she was coming from outside of the gates and was safe and found. See, that's the scariest is when there's like water around or a swamp around. People are not likely to snatch your kid at the state fair or at the fireworks show, but if there's water around, that is terrifying. We're talking about where did you lose your kid? Because it will happen if you're a parent and you will find them. I'm 29 now, but when I was probably six or seven, my dad lost me at the Anoka County Fair. I still remember specifically being on the big tractor and being like, where the heck is my dad? And some lady helped me find my dad while I was crying hysterically. And I still bring it up every chance I get with my dad. I love I it. I would, too. I would, too. They say, and you know, if you get a kid that's old enough to understand, they say if your kid gets lost, have them find a woman. Have them find a woman because a woman is more likely to be mm-hmm. concerned. And, uh, you know, it sounds funny, but those motherly instincts, those protective yep. instincts will come in. Don't have them find a security guard because security guards, the, I'll be honest with you, I read an article, they don't always have the kid's best interest at heart. Moms will absolutely have the kid's best interest yeah. at heart. I mean, I can't say that 100%, but that sounds like a safe bet to me. Yeah, for he, sure. Here's another one. Hey, it's Darcy. My son Ronan was about two years old, and we lost him at a water park. Turns out he had wandered all the way up the stairs to the highest slide, because at that point, we forgot that he loved stairs. It took like 20 minutes to get him back. And a really nice gentleman at the top was like, I don't think you're supposed to be up here, and carted him down, and I fell face down to the ground, and then got an extra large drink. You can tell it still rattles her. It's like, <laughs> no wow. Kidding. got an extra large drink. I don't blame oh, you on that oh my one. God. My dad brought our toddler son to the state fair, and while he was in his stroller, my dad stopped to listen to the K-Fan booth, and when he wasn't looking, our son wiggled his way out of the stroller and took off, and it took him a few minutes to find him. But he said the scariest moment of his life as a grandpa. Oh, no kidding. Oh, my God. No kidding. Last one on Talkback Tuesday. Thanks for all these, by the way. It's really interesting and kind of scary, but also scary, reass- scary, yeah. it's reassuring to every one of these found their kid. That's true. That's okay. true. Good point. Last one. Good morning. We lost our four-year-old daughter in a corn maze. She saw it, got really excited, ran in right away. Um, About 30 seconds later, we realized she was gone, and we kind of ran around frantically looking for her. Um, Eventually, we did find her, and of course, she was fine and happy at the time of her life. Of course. Of course. That's the thing with the kids. They always just are just having the best time completely unaware that everyone is panicking we lost allison one time she's five years old we're doing a giant food drive downtown closed down first avenue we're in front of target center beanie babies were big at the time so susan was selling beanie babies to make money okay like whatever and so she was like 100 yards over this way i was 100 yards over this way i walked over to susan where's allison i thought she was with you there's massive amounts of people in and out of like yeah. trucks and leaving, and I'm like, she's gone, she's gone, she's gone. She was inside Target Center watching a freaking clown blow up balloon animals. How many times did you two lose <laughs> Allison? This is like uh, a second story two, in like ten two minutes. Two or three times. <laughs> two or three times. We're, we're a, losing her at every event. We're a busy, busy family. <laughs> Again, once you lose them, you will find yeah. them. Panic. I know you're going to panic, <laughs> but rest assured, you will find them. 
It is 101.3 KDWB. I'm going to read a text, me- a DM that we got. Can I read this? She's or do you want to read it? She's on the phone. So oh, she's she on the phone? Tell us, yeah. Let me start out by saying that um, uh, basically Fallon, a year or so ago, had hemorrhoids. Oh, yeah, I did. They and, were brutal. And you don't really hear people talk about hemorrhoids on the radio. But there's a lot of stuff. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that we share on the show that maybe other radio shows don't share. Because I think a lot of DJs try to, like, be more cool and a little bit yeah. more superhuman and not as down to earth as we are. And I think that's one of the reasons people gravitate toward our show is because we don't try to pretend when we meet Taylor Swift, we don't go, yeah, I hung out with Taylor Swift. We're like, oh, my, oh my God. God, I met her and I froze. I didn't know what to say to her. I stood there and I said, ah. Speaking of, I, I have huge Taylor Swift news coming up in Dave's Dirt. Just side note. Huge, huge. Taylor Swift oh. news? Yep, big announcement made. So Fallon was talking about her hemorrhoids, and then somebody heard this story, and she sent in a DM, and I'm going to go. I didn't, yeah, she sent I, me a DM, and I was like, oh, my gosh, can we have you on the show? So Alyssa is on the show. Hi, Alyssa. Hi, can you hear me? We can hear you just fine. I wanted to ask you, you wrote in about your, you heard Fallon on the radio talking about hemorrhoids. And this kind of changed your life in a way that nobody listening is really expecting. So talk about what happened, Alyssa. Sure. So I listened to the show and I remember hearing it originally and thinking that's so cool that she's bringing it up and making it more public. I worked in pelvic health at Medtronic, so we talk about a lot of like butts and gut stuff, so used to that, but mm-hmm. so great that the general public hears about it. And I had symptoms this summer, just stomach aches and like symptoms that were close to hemorrhoids. So I just, you know, kept trying to treat at home, but it just didn't feel right. And it was really lingering. And so I kept pushing my doctors to check for more things. And I remember looking back on her videos and like, okay, it sounds like it could be this, but it could be more. And she was the catalyst for me pushing for a colonoscopy. I'm 39. I'm not at the age where they generally start doing it. And I had to push like after two or three doctor calls and really, really make them sign me up for one. And on the 13th of October, I found out that I had stage three colon cancer because of that. Stage so three. So I'm heading to the mail. Yeah. Stage okay. three. So it's moved to uh, lymph nodes. It's not in a major organ yet, but uh, once it's moved outside of the area is considered stage three. So wow. I'm getting my chemo poured in today. Uh, my husband's driving me to the mail, but she definitely was the, the turning point for me to look into more research, trust my gut. Um, to push and, and to get treatment. Um, and I just, there's so many young people getting it now. I just urge people to listen to their gut yeah. and to, um, you know, if something doesn't feel right, push back, push back. And it's, it's happening a lot more in people our age. Yeah, absolutely. I, like, I'm so happy that you did listen to your gut and you pushed for that. I mean, thank goodness. Yeah, so thank you. I mean, thank you for putting it out there. Thank you for, you know, helping me find this so I could get treatments. I might have ignored it. I might have just thought maybe it's just something I can do at home, but it just, you know, you, me reading about it with you and then pushing the doctors and getting in, I, I'm able to get some treatment now. And you're that on your way amazing. to, yeah, you're on your way to the Mayo right now. Yes, my husband's driving me. They're getting a port put in my um, chest so that you don't have to keep blowing out your veins every time you get chemo. So I'm going to be starting chemo pretty soon. What is the prognosis, uh, did they say, Alyssa? I mean, it's stage three. I know somebody who has stage four colon cancer, and they're not going to survive. That They're right now talking about hospice care. So, yeah. uh, But stage three, that's much more, obviously, much more survivable, and there's it looks like there's a really good chance for a full recovery. Yeah, I keep hearing, the good thing is that I shared this with a lot of people at work and a lot of people on like my social media, and people reach out and they're like, oh, I knew someone exactly the stage three as you, and they're doing great now five years or 10 years down the road. So it's pretty good prognosis. I think depends on how they treat you. And as they're thinking that blasting it with chemo right away is going to help shrink it and help make surgery more manageable. So it's a long road ahead, but um, it, it's looking, you know, I've got health and youth on my side and I've got a really good team at the Mayo. So I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful. That is so great. This is, again, the power of radio and the power of being honest on the radio because we could all talk about shiny, happy things and everything's wonderful and rainbows and unicorns, but life isn't always like that. And you probably, you very likely, if she had ignored this, it might have developed more, progressed into stage four cancer, Fallon, and uh, she might have lost this battle before she even knew she was fighting this battle. Yeah. 
So uh, thanks for being honest about that. Yeah. And we thought it was kind of a yeah. funny little thing, and oh, this is adorable, but this could actually save Alyssa's life and maybe other people's lives too. So you thought you had hemorrhoids, and they said, yeah, it's hemorrhoids, it's nothing, treat it at home, use some preparation H, and you're like, no, there's something more to it. Mm-hmm. I got pain, and this doesn't sound right. Yes, yeah, it was more than that, and it was for months, and then just like, you know, if you're going to the bathroom and it's just, blood you know that's yeah. alarming and i kept telling them that and it didn't seem to shock them so i just had to advocate for myself and i'm glad i did we love doctors we love the healthcare profession we, we have so many healthcare professionals that listen but i think i'm so happy that you advocated for yourself because i think a lot of us we look at doctors and nurses and healthcare people as kind of godlike so yeah. if they if if your doctor she says something like it's hemorrhoids it's fine you go ah, yeah okay and you go good. home and you live your life and you think everything's okay, but I'm glad you had the 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 nerve to push back because good for you, Alyssa. It's probably going to save your life. Have a great. I mean, what do you say? Have a good trip to the Mayo. I was I'll say good luck at the Mayo. Sending I hope you, everything yeah. progresses well. Sending you so much love. I'm so thankful you sent the DM to me. I'm so thankful that you trusted yourself. And I'm not going to take any credit for this. If I had a little tiny part in making you second guess things, I'm I'm happy I did. But I'm just happy you you're the one that did it. You're the one that listened to yourself. So I'm I'm sending you so much love for through this journey thank you i'll, I'll keep you updated but yeah i was gonna so say you you don't you don't have to but if you want to keep us updated we would uh, love to know how you're doing good luck Alyssa. i will thank you all right take care on our way to the mayo right now to get uh, a port put in for cancer treatment and for chemo mm-hmm. because she had heard fallon talk about hemorrhoids on the air which we all kind of laughed about but at the same time it's 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 funny hemorrhoids is they are it's, it's funny a, anything but stuff he's like well, you laugh a little bit at you it, laugh you know? a little bit but there were so many people men and women but especially yeah. women i think because once you have a baby or just things happen all that pushing all that pressure on you ain't you area mm-hmm. is uh, it it's going to affect your there's a lot of young women who like I'm 24. Yeah. I had a baby and I've got hemorrhoids, but you don't talk about it. You mm-hmm. might tell your mom, but it's yeah. just something that people don't talk about. Thank God that you have no shame. Thank you. Thank no you. shame, no filter. I'm not exaggerating when I say I probably get at least two to three messages every single week asking me questions about hemorrhoids every single week. And I usually guide them to, I have an old video. It's like a, like on my videos now that I don't have IGTV it's just under my reels and I'll reshare it on my stories but I reshare it all the time because it, everyone's like where did you go what was the process like and I'm like well it's not the m- most joyous process but mm-hmm. when it's over it's a lot better so mm-hmm. um, I'll reshare it on my Instagram at Fallon KDWB if you have questions but I like I said I get questions every single week if you watch the video just just try to fast forward through the close-up because there's a it's just a little i mean just, i know you're trying to like you know like show people oh but the close-up is a, and the throbbing was, the visible throbbing close-up was a little bit too much i did the first round take a picture because i couldn't believe what was happening to me like the size of it or what yes. do you mean the other oh, the other situations were like not as aggressive as my first time when i was pregnant i was the first time i had them removed i was pregnant it wasn't even after i had the baby and i'll never forget laying on the table and the doctor goes <laughs> when they go to look she was like oh these are really large and i was like <laughs> i know okay <laughs> i didn't need you to gasp for air in front of me when you can see it through your pants <laughs> That's when it's like Fallon got a water balloon or is that an apple in the back of her pants? There, oh have we talked gosh. enough about this one? We probably talked to- maybe have one more minute. They're gone what now. They're got? gone now. You're welcome. I will say so. some are internal and some are external. Yes. These were external. external. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it. The Dave Ryan Show, one hundred one point three KDWB. Uh, this was a, a shock a little while ago. Uh, somebody texted in, and this is one of Carson's favorite uh, musical acts. Um, kind of shocking. Takeoff Take from off, yeah. Migos was shot last night at a bowling alley, like a Halloween party, and he died, apparently shot in the head. I don't know what the circumstances or the motive or who or anything like that, but just shocking well, that uh, that uh, Takeoff from Migos was shot and killed. TMZ says that they were, it was around shortly after 2.30 a.m. when cops got the call for a man shot at a bowling alley it's called 812 Billiards and Bowling in Houston. And they say that they were playing dice. Um, Takeoff and Quavo were playing dice when an altercation broke out. And that's when someone opened fire and they shot him. Um, they did say it was either in the head or near his head. And he was pronounced dead on the scene. He's only 28 years old. And it's just, I mean, what a horrible, horrible story. Yeah. I don't have any 
uplifting information. No, there's really nothing uplifting about that at all. I mean, it's, it's just it's just sad and shocking. Yeah. Um, if you are a Taylor Swift fan, I will say a huge announcement. She just announced her tour. We knew it was coming. She is coming to U.S. Bank Stadium on Saturday, June 24th. If you want to know. Oh, my the- God. Are you so excited? Yes. It's called Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour. And the image shows a picture from each of her, basically, eras, her albums. So, She's going to be touring with all the music. And like I said, um, you can go onto her website. It looks like it says sign up. So I'm guessing that's how you get in early um, to U.S. Bank Stadium, June 24th. I'm marking it down. I cannot wait. But Oh, we got a thing that day. We had an appearance. We were doing an appearance <laughs> at Rainbow no, Foods. Rainbow no Foods is coming back. Chance. We're there from noon until midnight. Oh, yeah. Rainbow. Rainbow's coming back. We're there from noon until midnight. Sorry, you got to miss the uh, Taylor Swift show. show. You feel that I would that would happen to me. Noon They'd be until like, midnight. Sorry, Fallon, it's Star Party, and I'd be like, "Are you?" Yeah, but I love Star Party. Well, we love Star Party too. The only excuse I had for missing Star Party was on my son's graduation night, which was a ridiculous excuse. There was ridiculous. a little bit of a vibe from some of the people who worked here who seemed annoyed that I was missing Star Party it for my me. son's graduation night. I was so night. annoyed. I was like, "Are you seriously expecting me to skip my son's graduation to come to Star Party?" You you had you were gonna be at his graduation party. I mean, did you have to be move it along? Okay. Speaking of things, just to remind you of things to get checked out with your body, uh, Jason Momoa wants you to join the bone marrow registry, and this is him talking about it. Number three. Okay, got to give me a second because I was not even. I mean, not even close to ready. Okay. All right, now I'm ready. Swab your cheek, join the registry, see if you can be someone's superhero. <laughs> I get emotional when I think about it, but um, even if it was my kids or your kids, like it doesn't take much. Just gotta swab a cheek, man, and uh, you can save some lives. So, from the bottom of my heart, thank you for coming, and uh, I love you. Aloha. It really is an easy thing. I know we have be the match, and I did that before. Swabbed my cheek, sent it in. I do. I don't know how long that lasts. I don't know if that like just if you have to redo it occasionally. So I would. I that is my one question because I've gotten emails kind of about that. So if you do, I probably need to re-swab. But it's really easy. You get a, they send you a kit in the mail, and you swab your cheek. You pop it in the envelope, and you mail it back to them. And you only hear from them basically if they if find the someone match, right? yeah. that you're a match yep. for, and then they fly you out. It is a it is a process to donate bone marrow, obviously, but you're saving someone's life, so it's kind of amazing. Shout out to anybody who's done that. That yes. is a that is quite the sacrifice to mm-hmm. go through that for somebody you don't know, but that yes. is, does save lives. Okay, uh, it is the Dave Ryan Show on KDWB. I'm going to remind you, Powerball is up to 1.5 billion dollars. When is the next drawing, Jenny? We it don't really Wednesday. keep track of it. Okay. It's yeah. Wednesday. Um, I believe it was like 10.59 Eastern, so okay, 9.59 Wednesday night. our time. Okay, so we'll give away Powerball tickets on the show tomorrow for $1.5 billion. The cash payoff is $600 million, and that's after taxes. That's after they take out all the taxes. So you have $600 million to buy Lake Minnetonka. You Just can buy, buy the You're going to buy the entire lake. Close it well. down and mm-hmm. evacuate. Everyone has to move out. They have thirty days. <laughs> <laughs> That's so evil. Why am I laughing like that? <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's KDWB. Good luck on the Powerball tickets tomorrow. <laughs> and right into group therapy. We're an hour commercial free. We got another half an hour to go. Oh. You guys, no commercials. We love our sponsors. We love them. They make they pay the bills. They pay our salary. They keep the lights on. That's true. But we give them a little break. It's like, okay, like, hey, go into Dunkin', get a cruller, and get a coffee. Go get do a you cruller. Hear yeah, get a cruller. Why do Nobody you gets a cruller do, anymore. Do you have cruller? some? Do you, it's a donut. Do you have some deal with like a friend? Like you know, like each day they're like find a way to work in this really weird word to hoagie, the show. Hoagie. And you cruller. always find oh, a way to work hoagies. in like cruller Strudel. or hoagie. Yeah. I thought yeah. it was crawler. It's a crueler, you idiot. Yeah. Jenny, no, okay, but in Wisconsin, my of mom. Of course it is. Okay, that doesn't, you are not helping Wisconsin <laughs> at all. In Wisconsin, my mom always get crawl, gets crawlers. So maybe <laughs> they look different. A Jenny, crawler is a worm I for fishing. I've never heard of a crawler <laughs> it's donut. It's a crueler. You hillbilly. It's crueler. I'm going to look it up. I mean, you can Did get she and her downtown go get that to each <laughs> you Sunday? You know what? Fallon? Gen- Jenny also look says. At this. But okay, look she's flipping this. her off. Right yeah. here, uh, Jenny also it. says, Pokemon. It's not a Pokemon, it's a Pokemon. And Jenny whatever. will never get it right. If you're she's wondering what Dowsh Hound is, she, that's how she says Dachshund, by the way, the, the kind of dog, the wiener dog. It is how you would pronounce it in the English language if you pronounce it how it's spelled. 
And I said dashend, not Okay, dashend. we're going to move on here with group therapy. I think it's time to move the boat along. 101.3 The Dave Ryan Show. Therapy. Good Lord. I don't see her being able to find the crawler, by the way. It's she's Googling. I know she's she's Googling crawler. And I can Jillian, let me ask it. you a question. Jillian, is it a crawler or is it a crawler in your experience? Um, I think I heard a Cruller? It's a cruller. Yeah. It's a twisty kind of a pastry, right? Yeah. Let's move on. So you, I want to ask you a question. You're here for group therapy. This is something we do every Tuesday, and there are problems in the world, big and small, and we try to give you some advice here from people who might have been through the same thing. That's why we call it group therapy. So the temptation is Fallon and Jenny and I are always like, well, here's what you should do, but we need to shut up and let people call into the show and give you advice. Fine. Tell me what your problem is, and I guarantee you somebody's been through the same problem, Jillian. What's up? Okay, thanks, guys. Yeah, so super awkward. Um, I got hit on by my best friend, who happens to be a guy. Um, he was drinking a little bit at a friend's house watching the Vikings game on Sunday, and he sent me a text um, saying, here, I'll read it to you. Um, oh, you had the text. Oh, oh this is great. Oh, here, yeah. let me pull it up. I'll read it to you. <laughs> oh, this is great. So this is your friend. You've been friends with this guy for a while. He's been a little bit tipsy at the Vikings, watching the Vikings. What did he say? Mm-hmm. So he wrote to me, if I don't do this now, I won't have the courage to do it. Oh, no. Yes, I've been drinking, but I wanted to let you know that I've always been attracted to you, and I would be interested in seeing where things could go between us. We can act like this never happened if you don't feel the same, but I have to get it off my chest. And Mm. what did you write back, or what have you done or not done? Nothing. Nothing. Um, yeah, because I don't have feelings for him that way. He's my friend, and I, I feel like I can't act like this didn't happen, you know? And, yeah. you know, I can't, like, pretend he didn't just say that. And now I feel like our dynamic is ruined, you know? Okay, so here's know. the question. So before Fallon and I and Jenny start spouting off, what do you think? Is it possible for the friendship to revert back to what it was before, with her knowing, with Jillian knowing that your friend has feelings, romantic feelings, sexual feelings for you, is it possible to revert back to just being buddies and go bowling and play darts and, you know, go to the Vikings game or whatever with that kind of hanging over your head, knowing that he's got feelings for you? That's question number one. So let us know. Call me at 651-989-KDWB or you can text at KDWB1. And also, should she write him back and say, you know what? Love you as a friend. Always love you as a friend. But I mean, what else do you say? Nothing's going to happen. We have to write him back, period. I mean, he's your best friend. Yep. True. And he is. It, this happened Sunday night you got this? So it's yeah. Tuesday. So he's probably sick to his stomach. Stressing the blank mm-hmm. out. Yeah. In that case, if you, if you were the guy... Wouldn't you write like the next morning or the next afternoon after not getting a response and say, I'm sorry, Jillian, I was a little bit tipsy. I do love you. I apologize for that. Let's go play pickleball and forget the whole thing. I would. You know I would have sent 400 texts by now. I'm I crazy. feel so awkward, though, guys. Like, I can't unhear what he said. You know, it's yeah. like, I just can't. I don't think I can act the same. I don't know. Let's find out what people think. We're getting a bunch of phone calls already at 651-989-KDWB. I'm just going to grab one live here. Hello, KDWB. Hi, I'm just calling about uh, answering to... Yeah, Jillian, Jillian's friend basically sent her a drunken, semi-drunken text saying, I've got feelings for you. I just want to know, can we try something to see where it goes? And Jillian's like, I got no feelings for him. I haven't written back. Can the friendship go back to normal? What do you think? What's your name, by the way? Pam. Pam. What do you think, Pam? I think it can. It happened to me when I was younger. And it's very awkward, but you have to respect him as a friend and be honest to him. Mm-hmm. And when he oversteps the boundary, you just need to say, look, I can only be friends. I love you as a friend. And mm-hmm. let's not be awkward and go from there if you're able to do that. Did your friendship go back to normal after that? It- it did. It was really awkward for probably about a good two years, but we remained friends, and every time it was really hard for me, but I had to do it. And you know what? And sometimes that friendship can lead into more. 
I mean, not yeah. that will, mine didn't, but down the road, she might find out that she really does have feelings for him. It's like guys and girls can't be friends. Uh, you know what? I've got some friends that have been females my entire life. One of my best friends forever. We kind of lost touch now. Was Lori? We never had any desire. We tried to make out one time just to see where it went. Yeah. It was like, nah, that felt weird. Okay, yeah. So, and she named her son after me. So we're we'll Whoa. always be good friends. My friend, one of my probably uh-huh. my best friend here at the Twin Cities, Harry, and there is absolutely nothing there. We're easily able to just be friends. What so. if you found out? What if Harry wrote to you mm-hmm. and he said, Fallon, well, you're married, so he'd be respectful of that. He would be, yeah. So I don't think Harry even wants a fake scenario given on the radio. He's preferred to not. <laughs> he would prefer to not Stop be a part it. of it. Yeah. All right, Kim is on the phone. Kim, we're talking to Jillian. Jillian wants to know, her, her friend for a long time made the center a text the other night. He was a little bit drunk. And he said, hey, I've got feelings for you. Let's see where this goes. I'm sorry I'm overstepping, but I have to tell you, I can't hide this anymore. She is not interested at all, Kim. What should Kim hung up? So that's okay. Oh, that's no. okay. <laughs> sorry, no Kim. interested in this topic. Click. Sorry. Uh, Macy up in Becker, what did you want to say? What advice would you give Jillian? Hi. Um, so I would just say, like, it's going to be awkward for a little bit, but uh, I would give the friendship another chance because... As girl and guy friends, I feel like unless, you know, they're attracted to the opposite or the same sex, um, usually there's some level of attraction between a guy best friend and a girl best friend. Whether it's just, you know, you're really attracted to their personality or it's their looks, whatever, you have to kind of know that there's something there. So, um, mm-hmm. obviously, he felt bad. She doesn't. But um, if he's really your best friend, then he can he can get over it and you guys can get over it. But it will be awkward for a little bit. I was going to say, it has to be because I would feel like everything I was doing would be, I would be overanalyzing, is this leading him on? And that's yeah. what would bother me is like, you can't, the simple things of like sitting too close to him on the couch or like being like, oh, taste my food and handing him a bite of your sandwich. Now I'm overanalyzing all of it. Like, does he think this is me hitting on him or leading him on when I'm deaf? And it would be, I think it'd be really hard for a while to go back to that comfort. Okay, let's get one more, um, and this is Perry and Anoka. So basically, yeah. that we're looking for people who've kind of gone through the same thing or have advice for her. Her best friend, a guy, hit her hit on her the other day and said, "Let's try this out. I got feelings for you. I can't hold them back anymore." And she has no interest at all. What is going to happen? What do you suggest, Perry? Well, I can tell you that I've had a relationship that started off with uh, more romantic. Uh, and ended up being more best friend. Um, relationships can change. You can change them at any point in time. It's just about whether or not you can do it. You can talk to them, and you can say, hey, are you okay with this? And if you're not okay with this, then we have to do something different. It sounds like from his text message that he wanted to give a shot, but uh, if it's not okay, then he would like to try to go back to being friends. And I think that that's well worth it to try to do that. Um, having any kind of, I mean, if you're really good friends, that that probably could happen. You know, like you you don't know, you might not understand. But, yes, guys and girls can be friends, um, and that relationship can, can change to anything you would like at any point in time. Didn't Steve Harvey, didn't he do something a couple of weeks ago where he's like, was it Steve Harvey that said, anybody who's friends with a woman, if the woman said, let's hook up right now, the guy would be like, yes. Was I that Steve Harvey that said that? That's from a book he wrote a very, very long time ago. Okay. Yeah, I think so. All right. Perry, thanks for the call. we got time for one more. Reagan up in CR. You've been through the same thing, which is exactly what we're looking for. What advice would you give to Jillian, whose guy friend said, I have feelings for you. Let's try a relationship. She's not interested. What do you think, Reagan? So I just recently went through something like this um, where the guy was kind of flirting and... Um, not that I was reciprocating, but um, I'm just a friendly person. Um, so I kind of called him out on it. He didn't respond for a while, so it was very awkward for us for the next few days. But we've basically gotten past it, and it's um, still just a, a really fun friendship for us to be in. And um, we're, we're really good friends now. I, you know, I'm really happy to hear that because you would think that there's always going to be a little bit of an awkward thing. Can couples that were romantic together now be friends in other words, let's say you were hooking up and you were hot and heavy and then you kind of like melted away. And can you be friends or is there always like a little bit of jealousy because they got a new girlfriend or you got a new boyfriend or whatever? I feel like I've seen people become friends with the with people yeah. they used to hook up with or dated. It, it just depends, I think, on the situation, how things ended. 
I don't know. I think I think it is definitely possible because I've seen that happen a lot. But I don't know. I guess I don't know how they're feeling inside. Like if it r- is racking up to see them with someone else or not. You know, Jenny, all those guys at Pioneer Hall that you hooked yeah. up with back in the day were I you lived friends? In Frontier, with- but oh, you're right. right. I was over in Pio a lot. <laughs> Pio, yeah. Pio. That's what you called it. All right. Uh, no, I mean I am friends with people that I've like dated, but I. I, Andrew's the only serious relationship I've ever had. So I think like that's great. It's a respectful friendship after what we had. And Andrew doesn't care because he knows that like I just have never ended on bad terms with anyone. So he understands that I would still be friends. He with knows people. you can't quit him. He knows that he is your Andrew. And yeah. I'll be all he knew. He, he know he knew he the whole time. He knows came back. Yep. Hey, Jillian, I hope that helped you out. I think that it is it, it is salvageable. I think you just probably need to talk to him and let him understand. And if he loves you, it sounds like he loves you as a friend and you love him. I think it might, you know what? This is what I always resort to, and Fallon is the exact same way. Joke about it and make it feel like it's, don't hide it, but mm-hmm. joke about it and give him a hard time. And like something, that, well, aren't you going to pick up lunch? Because you freaking love <laughs> me so much. That's what I would do. What I like to do in a group text with my friends is bring up something that was really uncomfortable with just a simple line. Remember the time Harry said he was parked close to the restaurant and then made us walk four miles to his car? Yep, what you, a yeah, jerk. Yeah, so yep. then you just text like, remember that time you tried to date me? Loser? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, that actually might yeah, work. Yeah, that's cute. Jillian. I, I like that. <laughs> thanks for being on. You got a group therapy, then send it to ryanshow at kdwb.com. I got an email. I, this is a card. We don't get a lot of, like, personal, like, yeah. Paper mail. Oh, that's thick. That's card stock. And baby. Uh, and this is um, it's from Sydney, and uh, she writes in, and and she really just writes a really nice card, and she says, um, "Dave, Jenny, Fallon, Drake, you've all made my day so much better over the last ten years. Whether you're the only thing that makes me smile all day, or a cherry on top of a great one, I appreciate you more than you could ever know." She sends copies of a game called Smart Ass. Oh. That's so nice. She said, it's been my favorite game for many years, and I think it'd be fun to play or listen to on the show. So basically, I'm going to play it right now. You get to play along, too. And shout out to Sydney. I was going to send her a thank you note, but I threw away the return okay. address. But she sent <laughs> along, she collects stickers, too. They're so and, cool. And she mm-hmm. sent along the coolest little stickers, and we each stole the ones that we liked. Yep. Yeah, I put them I, all over my laptop already. I stole the hummingbird. I stole the old school boombox. I stole the mountains. I stole the other mountains, and I stole the ski goggles. You gotta. I so, have the Grand Tetons National Park one, some snowboarding goggles, a cactus that says hella cute on it, <laughs> and a few other ones. <laughs> I guess. Okay, here's the, one, here's the way it's going to play. So I read these to you. Drake, you get to play along, too. Okay. I read these clues to you. It is a who am I? Okay, I love these. Once you know who it is, jump in and tell me who it is. Oh, gosh. But if you get it wrong, you're out for that round. Okay. Here we go. Uh, The first one. It is a who am I? I am a giant man. My life story is a myth. I carry an axe. Uh, Oh, the uh, uh, Jason Voorhees. Yes. God. What did you Jason say? Voorhees was a good guess. Fallon got it. It's Paul Bunyan. Oh. That is a win Thank for God. Fallon. Okay, okay. nice job. Ding. We're going to try another one. You ready? Ding. Yeah. yeah. Okay, hold on one second. I really like getting my Cha-ching. sound. Here we go. I, I got it, babe. Fallon. Okay. I'm trying to help. <laughs> Next one. I'm going to find one that people know because some of these are kind of old. So let's go to, here we go. I am a cartoon character. Okay. My best friend is a starfish. Uh, that's Spongebob, 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 Spongebob. I got it first. I got it. No, 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 no. Drake no. said it first. Drake said it first. Uh, yeah, I did. Uh-huh. Oh, Jenny's going to pout now. Oh, <laughs> Jenny. And replay this later when we go to commercials. <laughs> <laughs> it is Spongebob Squarepants. I'm going to give you a couple of more with us, okay. and then I'm going to do some for you Perfect. so you can play without Drake and Jenny drowning everybody out. <laughs> this one goes back. We're going back. Retro 90s flashback. Oh, Drake, you're out. out. Retro yeah. 90s flashback, and here we go. Is that a person, though? It this is... is a who oh, am I? Okay. I am a former government worker. No. I will promise you it's somebody you've okay. heard of. Okay, I promise you it's somebody you've heard of. I have an idea. I worked in the White House day and night. Ms. Magazine wrote of my relationship to... Monica fit- Lewinsky. Yeah. Yes, I That's what I thought it was from the start, but I For some reason... For the it, 90s, yeah. I had Arnold Schwarzenegger in my head for some reason, okay. but then he said Former government worker, Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Sit down, Drake. Okay. Was okay. he the governor? He was, of but California. California. Like, I guess I so. I get, you know he what? was later. I guess so. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. He was a government... I guess you could say he's right. Okay, that's a sad one. I'm not going to do that one. Here Thank we go. You, 
This is it. This is, this is going to go quick. Okay. okay. We're okay. playing a game called Smart Ass, sent in by Sydney, and we love the game. I'm going to play around with you in a second. Who am I? We are a pop group. Our members were recruited by an ad in a magazine called The Stage. On film, our double-decker bus... Spice Girls. Spice Girls. One Direction. Jenny got it for me, but it's Spice Girls. What was Girls. it? Yeah. Spice Girls. Oh, yeah. Yes, it was so yeah. double-decker bus. Yeah, the double-decker bus would <laughs> get away every Don't time. stop. I love these. I want to do I more. I didn't know the cool. ad one. They were put together by an ad. Is they that were what that coup was? And they were promoted for such a long time. Like, everyone knew of them before they even had a single or album out. Oh, wow. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. This is fun. I it like is a fun this. game, isn't it? So now I'm going to play one with nobody no. shouting out answers. I'll come back to you in a second. Okay, thank okay, you. I'll come back to you in a second. Okay. This is for you. You're playing by yourself. You're playing at home. You play versus your kid or your partner. Here we go. That's an old... Okay, here we go. This is a flashback to the 90s. So if you don't remember the 90s, you'll struggle with this one. But I'll switch it up to another one in a minute. I am a TV action series that aired for 11 seasons. I premiered it as a TV movie called Panic at Malibu Pier. Our hot lifeguards can save you from drowning. Okay. I moved from L.A. to Hawaii in 1999. Our red swimsuits get a lot of attention. Pamela Anderson plays my C.J. Parker. David Hasselhoff produced and stars in me. What am I, starting with the initial B? Really? You got it. I mean, I where did you get it? I the third clue, it was the... Hot lifeguards? Yes. Yeah. Baywatch. Baywatch. Okay, I know you got that one. Okay. Here's one that uh, you guys all get to play in, okay? We're, is, we're back in it? You're back in the game. Yes. Thanks, Sydney, for filling up a long chunk of the show. <laughs> 20 minutes. <laughs> it is a thing, remember, for flashing back to the 90s. I am a thing, but you cannot touch me. You can send and receive me. Text message. AOL. Messenger. SMS. Incorrect on both of those. <gasps> Sorry. Now we're both out. Oh, I got it now. I got it now. Wait, what'd you say, Jenny? I said AOL Messenger. Oh, yeah. That's what I Many people first started using me at school. One in ten Americans had me by the end of 1996. Pager. You're out. Oh, we were too early with AOL. Email? What'd you say? Email? Drake is. Yeah. Correct, it is email. Shut up, Drake. No one asked. Yeah. You guys Okay, we're going to switch back to uh, these are entertainment kind of things. Okay. okay. All right, let me find a good one for you. I am a prolific person? author. I'm a person, yes. I'm a prolific author. I'm from Maine. Oh, um, Stephen King. Yeah. Oh uh, no. Oh, it is Stephen yep, King. Yeah, you got it, Stephen Good King. Good job, wow. Alan. Wow. <laughs> Did not okay. know that. Who am I? I'm a country singer. Mm. I'm an American female. Tim McGraw made Fatal. me. Dang oh, it! You're out. You're out. Yeah, oh, you're out. I know what it is. Now I know who it is. Tim McGraw made me famous. Yeah. Kanye West embarrassed. Yes, embarrassed me on MTV. And that is it. I won. I don't know. I don't know that you won. I got three, and Drake and Found both got two. I'm gonna do one for people not li- for people listening, so you guys do not for get to jump in. For people not listening. For people not listening. So if you're not listening, I hope you enjoy this. Okay. I love it. This goes back. This is '90s flashback. Okay. It's a game called Smart Ass, and we want to give a shout out to Sydney who sent us the thank game. Thank you. I think it was kind of like a birthday present for me. I don't. But know. I'm not really sure. So uh, thank you, Sydney. Thanks for providing the financial uh, part of the show. We appreciate that. <laughs> Here we go. It is a What Am I? And again, flashback to the 90s. I am a U.S. sitcom. Andy Borowitz created me. Philadelphia street smarts meet L.A. money. Duh, know what it is. DJ Jazzy Jeff is regularly kicked out of the house. Hey, yo. Cousin Carlton has his own dance. My prince is not royalty. These are so easy. I, I mean, know. come on. It's Fresh Prince. I'm going to give you a little harder one, okay? I am an award-winning sitcom that ran for 10 years. I am set in Manhattan, but I was filmed in Burbank. My characters are all 20-somethings. Oh. My theme song was a hit song on the radio. Mm-hmm. 
One of my characters' twin sister is Ursula. Mm-hmm. My New York apartment was rent-controlled. Thank God. Central Perk was a favorite hangout. Yep, and you really, know it. You know you it. Really went hard and difficult on that one. I know. What they is, start off really hard, but by the third clue, it's like you yeah. know this one, uh, and that's it. Hey, thank you. We're gonna play this one more often. Jenny, write it down. Okay, smart. It's called smart, smart ass. And thanks, Sydney. <laughs> Jenny, and, can't say uh, that word on the radio. Thanks for the games and thanks for the stickers. We appreciate it. Hey, we want to play this song because you know what? Why not? And then second, we're going to do what's on our radar because um, I, I found something so cool on my radar that I had to share it with you guys. Oh, okay. We all go around the room and we say, okay, we found this. Mm-hmm. Let's tell you about it. Because sometimes your friends discover something. It's like a new restaurant or a new yeah. app or a new book or a new band or whatever. So we're all going to go around the room and tell you what's on our radar coming up next. First, though, local artist Joe Jacobs. Thanks for all the calls and texts for emotions on KDWB. Mm-hmm.